Today is a very special day. Hey guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin with The Fit Pharmacist, and you are listening to The Fit Pharmacist Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. So what is The Fit Pharmacist? Is it a place? Is it a person? No, it is a movement in the profession of pharmacy to be better. The belief is this, guys. If we are functioning or moving in the direction to function at our 100% best, we can then provide the best care possible to our patients, our colleagues, our families, and live our lives to our utmost potential. And that's what brings me here today with a very special guest, Dr. Brian, uh, who is taking pharmacy and nutrition to the next level because when he's facing his dream, he is at a point of cowering back into fear and doing the status quo, or as I like to say, using action as the antidote to fear. And that's exactly what he's done. He is going all in, in nutrition in pharmacy. He is a example that a lot of you guys can learn from, and that is why I have invited him, and he has graciously accepted to be a guest on this podcast. So just to give you guys a little background on this dude, um, Brian grew up in the South. His nutritional habits, uh, when he started, weren't the best, even as a prior athlete. After entering pharmacy school, he decided to invest in his own transformation to live a healthy, well-balanced lifestyle. By having control over his body, it's tremendously improved all aspects of his life. Um, he is a native of Birmingham, Alabama, currently residing in Dallas, Texas, and he's a founder of Envision Health. He earned a Bachelor's of Science in Chemistry from Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia, and a doctorate in Pharmacy from St. Louis College of Pharmacy. During his pharmacy school matriculation, Brian became a member of Kappa Psi and served on the Student National Pharmaceutical Association National Board, which I personally can resonate with because I was very involved in pharmacy school with that as well. So I have a lot of things in common with this dude. Uh, tremendous respect for what he's doing, the action he's put in, um, and he's taking it to the next level in really going all in with his company. Um, I could go on and on about his past, his future, and his amazing presence but I am instead going to stop talking and hand it over to him. So thank you so much for being here, Brian. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Adam, for having me. It's an honor and a blessing as well uh, to appreciate and, and welcome, welcoming me on the show, man. I'm glad to give any advice I can and motivate and inspire other pharmacists and just other individuals that are listening to the show. Dude, so much to learn from you. So guys, here's where we're going to start real quick. Brian was making the good life, okay? He was in the retail sector of pharmacy, which, which I'm in. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. But Brian had a calling. He started to feel different, that his purpose was something more, that what he was doing wasn't fulfilling and helping people to the level that he felt he could reach. So, Brian, why don't you just tell us what happened the end of 2017 and where you are now? A huge move. That a yeah. lot of people are scared of, right? So let's let's talk about that. Exactly. So Adam, I was in the retail setting um, with a big corporation, and I did feel that my ability and my time, and as we all will talk about, our time is very valuable. 
And the direction pharmacy that is going is now that time is reduced to the amount that you have towards your patients. And that can divvy up into any, in different areas of pharmacy, of course, but in the retail sector, that's just what I felt at that particular time. Now, I took a leap. I started Envision Health, which for anybody who doesn't know, um, is a online health coaching business. And I do in-person health coaching as well for people to kind of transform their life. So I do mindset coaching, life coaching, and also health coaching to take their bodies uh, and their mindsets to a new level. So um, I think the biggest step was for me in, in the 2017, I felt that I was stuck on a teeter-totter essentially you know that like which way am I going and every day I woke up I, I felt that the clients that I had the little clients that I had maybe it was two or three at that particular time and uh you know the fall of 2017 I was transforming their lives and I was investing so much that I could see them growing every single day and um I just feel that the area of pharmacy I was going into and I was in the retail sector wasn't giving me that opportunity. I wasn't getting as much fulfillment as some people do, um, which is fine. But for me, everyone is individual. You have to do what's best for you. And I prayed about it and I said, Brian, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? Because this is your life. And I feel like one day I just woke up and said, I need to go all in. It's to a point where it was comfortable enough, but yet uncomfortable to where I had to make it happen. So I think that's a lot of people's hesitation is it's got to be this perfect timing. And I think you can talk about that with any type of decision making in your life, whether it be relationships, business, career wise, there's never going to be a perfect timing. But when you're comfortable enough to say, this is this is it. <laughs> then you've got to make that leap because I do not want to live a life of regret to, you know, just say I would have continued to push it off and push it off. Where would I have been now? I probably wouldn't have been here with you guys, you know? So I think of every opportunity, every step, every day as, you know, a, a decision and something that's going to push me forward. So, uh, yeah, I hope that answered your question, Adam, and I hope that helped out, guys. Yeah, so this is real talk, guys. This is not like, oh, one day, someday, somehow, some way. No, no, this is Brian today. <laughs> and I didn't even write that down, guys. <laughs> but no, no, real talk. So you were thinking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. um, thinking of making a switch. You know, you yep. did a couple of the combo of, you know, pharmacy yeah. and this, a couple clients with, you know, the load and time and so forth. Mm -hmm. But over time, you started thinking, you know, maybe I should go, maybe I should go. Was yep. there a certain incident or a certain life circumstance that was the impetus or whatever you want to call it to make you take that leap of faith? Yeah, I think it, the, there was actually two. Okay, there was two. There was actually the, the decision that happened to me and the actual opportunity that presented itself at that time. So the, the thing that happened to me was a family incident. Okay. Um, I saw that my family was very declining in their health. Um, I had a couple of passing of family members, uh, just to be honest with you guys, in the past year, um, grandmothers and people that are really close to me. And I just felt like the transformation, the time I could give to actually teach preventative measures was that opportunity. Now, what the action was that I took was I was watching a YouTube video and I was watching my favorite podcasts and YouTubers um, in health and fitness. And, um, there was an ad that popped up and it said, take your online coaching business to the next level. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Because this was in a month span guys. This was in a month span that, you know, my, my 
had the family instances and then that happened, it popped up to me and um, it was a business coach. And I know Adam does business coaching and I, I didn't reach out to Adam at that particular time, but I think that opportunity for me was just presented itself. I don't know what it was. It was just a gut feeling. Yeah. And um, because I'd already had my business kind of set up and going, but I needed to take it to that next level. So I filled out the form, filled out the application, got on the phone and I made that, that jump. It was an investment in myself. And I think that was the first uncomfortable decision for me was to, invest in myself to the point where you got to make this happen now. So I, I hired a business coach and um, he specializes in health and fitness uh, coaching and life coaching. So I invested in that. And I think that's where my turning point was because it was a whole mindset shift that I had to be an authority in the place. I had to be, I had to know that my product and service was of value. I had to believe in myself because if I don't believe in myself, and I was, you know, half doing it like before, you know, no one else is going to take me seriously. So I think that's where the switch was. And people began to see it. People began to say, oh, this is really something he's doing. You know, th what is this? You know, I want to, I want to get in, you know. How do you so, spell that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, guys. What is this? Like, it's intriguing. <laughs> no, man, that is 100% in line with what I believe, what I teach. And yeah. uh, same with Grant Cardone, if you guys listen to him at all. Number one rule of selling is you have to sell yourself. If you're not sold on your product, on you as a brand, who else is going to buy you? If you don't buy you, who else is? Because you're the best advocate, right? Exactly. Um, so that's super important. And I applaud you for that because a lot of people don't even understand that concept. And even if they try, there's still some sort of doubt, some sort of uh, holding back thought patterns that prevent them from taking that action. Exactly. Um, so clearly you get it because you proved that through your actions and that's something very scary and honorable. So I, I commend you for that, man. That's, that's freaking awesome. Thanks, um, taking action to get that coach and, and to put that into practice. Yep. Now, once you shifted that mindset to, you know, this is like my purpose, like I'm in tune with this. I believe in what I do. I know I can make a difference. I have the evidence in my mind. I have the belief. Yep. Um, was there, what was the moment where you, you took that action? Um, I'm sure there were things leading up and you thought about um, leaving retail, mm -hmm. uh, but when, what was, would you say, so that was like the start of your, your change is that business coach and the progress that you made. Yeah. Is there, a, would, is there something you could pinpoint to a mindset shift or a time where it came to you taking that action, pulling that trigger of, you know, calling your supervisor or however you went about it um, where you're just like, you know, I, I'm scared, but I know that this is the right way for me. Um, was there anything that you could kind of pinpoint in that where, you know, you, you went through the checklist in your mind, pluses, minuses, or, or however you did, yeah. and you came to that decision where this, this has to be done now. Um, what tipped that scale for you? Oh, man, it's a tough question because it comes off the, I guess, kind of a penny, pinpoint on the last question. Mm -hmm. um, I think a specific instance was I took action into self-development more so before I took the actual action to make it happen. So I'm very spiritual. I don't know if anyone listening is spiritual or not, but I am. Amen. <laughs> very spiritual. So I, I prayed about it and I read a bunch of self-help books and 
I was starting to listen to a bunch of podcasters and Grant Cardone is, uh, Adam mentioned was more of an authority and to say that even if I were to make that next step and that call to my supervisor or whoever to say, Hey, like I'm taking a leap into a new venture, you know, this is what I, I, I want to do. I would hope that maybe you would come and see what I'm doing and in support of it. And I think that people respect that more into the fact that you have belief in yourself, mm. not that you're leaving a situation not that you're leaving them out to hang, but you're bettering yourself because you're leaving on a good note per se. So I think that is more so what, I don't know if there was a particular action, Adam, uh, because I think I kind of touched on on the last, you know, right. coach and then, you know, family instances that happened, but uh, I'm not sure if that really touched on the point that you wanted. No, 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 that, that answers it. Cause you're, okay. you have the buildup, you have, you know, more evidence, more clarity of thought. Um, through coming into your, your power to, to make that decision. So I think it does. Okay. Um, okay. That does tie into the next thing is mm-hmm. the number one reason that prevents people from taking that action, whether it's the decision you made or a change in their health or, or whatever. The number one reason of stopping people is fear. Yeah. Um, so how can, what advice should you give to shift that so that fear is not something that stops you but propels you into taking that action? Ooh. We're getting deep here. <laughs> We're going 20,000 leagues. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I feel that I don't know why people are, are feel fearful of failing. I think that's the first mindset set shift that people are already going to lose. And I, and I hate to be that, um, you know, Frank, but if you're already feeling like you're going to fail, then you've already lost. Um, it's okay to feel like there's little doubt, but you've got to have an outlet. And I was just talking about this on my social media yesterday on one of my stories was what is going to be your outlet? Everyone's got to have an outlet, whether it be pharmacy students that are listening to this, that are stressed out with classes and exams and you feel like you're not going to make it, you know, it's okay to study every single day, every single hour, every single minute, but what is your outlet and my outlet to, to keep me going is reading and listening to people that are ahead of me or reaching out to mentors and and colleagues like Adam, you know, to touch base. I feel like people are trying to do it on their own too much. And that's the first mistake is you've got to connect. You've got to put whatever you want out there because that's going to keep you accountable. People try to hold their dreams and goals in. And I feel like the biggest thing that I've made now is I've developed mastermind groups and accountability groups with many different people in my own circle that are like-minded. So I'm now portraying to them, hey, you know, I have this coming out. Hey, this is a goal of mine. Now someone else knows about it. Now that makes me more accountable and less fearful because they believe in me. I've got somebody around me that supports me. And every day I wake up, I know I have, it's not just me. If it was just me, I, you could easy, anyone could easily talk themselves out of it. Just yep. like my clients or anybody I'm talking to, they're like, I'm like, okay, you need help, you know, in transforming your body. But you have no, have you told anybody? Are you the only person that knows? Who's your support system? Because once we get off this phone call, once we stop talking, people talk themselves out of anything. Yes. And I think that's the biggest thing that I see is that you got to tell somebody. Whatever your goal is, if you're a significant other, friend, whoever, you got to tell somebody what you're doing. Um, but yeah, 
I think I hope that answered the question, Adam. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I, I think that's good, and I'll add to that. Even tell yourself, and what yes. I mean by that is write down your goals every day. Yep. Um, I know we both listen to Andy Frazella MF CEO podcasts, and yep. Grant too. He says write it twice a day, morning and night. So. Yep. If you, you got to be clear on what you want. So what is that? Is that changing a business? Is that uh, forming a relationship? Like what, what do you really want? And that's not a blueprint that uh, Brian or I can give you. It really comes down to what your innermost desires, your passions, what excites you, what gets you talking, um, you know, about that something that just fires you up yeah. and leveling up is something you have to do. So instead of trying to do that yourself, literally level up. So people that are ahead of where you want to be, people that have what you want, be that skill, uh, material possession, if that motivates you, which is totally fine. And there's no judgment in that because I like hot cars. <laughs> um, you know, put yourself around those people. If you're going to be around people that, uh, you know, brag about binge watching a different Netflix series every day, yeah. do you want to be around that? Or do you want to be around someone that by 7 a.m. text you and be like, dude, I just read this awesome book by Tony Robbins. Like, we should talk. Yeah. <laughs> because you're bettering yourself. You're telling yourself this is the goal. You're working on yourself because that's the best asset you have and you're mm -hmm. surrounding yourself with that support system. Um, so, Brian's absolutely correct. Um, and I, I can't agree further. Like, that's absolutely an awesome, awesome, awesome action step to get started in that direction. Um, so, yeah, use fear as kind of a cue instead of, you know, I need to stop. This isn't right. Why am I scared? Maybe it's because I don't have the skills needed to do what I want to do. So yep. let's build those. Let's exactly. go and make something of it. So I think that's a very good idea. Um, which actually goes to the next point that I have uh, to ask Dr. Brian is really when you, when you come up with an idea of getting started with a new business, a new venture, or pursuing a goal more than you have before. So instead of just wishing it, you really put the action in to make it happen. A lot of people, if it's not fear, it's they look at the mountain instead of the first step. So they get overwhelmed. Yep. So they think I have to do all these things by 10 a.m. or I'm <laughs> a failure. Yeah. And they set themselves up for failure. So that's, I guess, the next question is, you've been on this journey for a while, mm -hmm. um, but if someone is looking to start on a new path, where's a good place for them to start such that they don't get overwhelmed or caught up in the details? Um, it's mm -hmm. important to obviously have a plan, but not trying to do it all in one day or a half a day. Um, okay. Where would you recommend a good place to start in that respect would be? Yeah, uh, I think the biggest thing for me is I'm going to relate it back to podcasts really quickly. And MF CEO Andy Frisella, he started this movement this year, and he's, he called it the the, the power list. Um, and I think that is one big That's thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a uh, one big thing that I believe is something that somebody. Uh-oh, <laughs> he had to bring it out. He had to bring it out. Just got it in the mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, guys, if you don't know, please. Ooh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, it is. It's pretty, but it requires your handwriting in order to make it work. Exactly. So, ain't going to do nothing in the box. Exactly. So, that is one thing I just kind of want to piggyback on from him that I've gotten this year is that I thought my goals and dreams were too grandiose. Like, I – you know, let's start this new year off with a big bang and do this big thing. But 
there was no critical task that can develop into a habit to get you to that goal. Mm -hmm. So once I started writing down every single day, I don't have Andy's book yet, but I have my own. Okay. Um, That's nice too, man. I like that. It's dream the impossible, seek the unknown, achieve greatness. So Mm. just just a nice quote there, but I, I write down five critical tasks every single day and they might be, they're not habits. They're not things that I do every single day, like go to the gym. Like I know I'm going to go to the gym, so I don't need to write that down. Right. You know? So guys, write down things that you know you need to work on that's going to get you to that end goal. So for me, uh, I've been working on an ebook. okay? Every single day I need to write something down that's going to get me to that end result for the ebook. So whether it be getting a book cover, whether it be taking a photo, whether it be writing a couple pages, whether it be researching some articles to put in it. So those are critical tasks. So guys, if you are going into health coaching, if you have some other business venture, whatever it is, you need to write down the critical tasks, the small things that you need to do first. And then that'll eventually get you to a certain deadline, whatever you need to get to. And I think that's the biggest thing is have a deadline set for yourself so you can keep yourself accountable. Any pharmacy students listening, you know, you guys get the syllabus at the beginning of the year, (laughs) have your deadlines for the test. So set your business, set your goals up the same way. And every single day you're working on them. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is to start is simply first start, you know, (laughs) start, tell somebody, write down uh, critical tasks to develop into habits and then go from there. Um, so many people are trying to jump in too big and then that's when things fall apart because you have no plan set ahead uh, for what you're going to do. I think that's really sweet. And that reminds me of, I think it's a Tony Robbins quote and I hope I don't screw it up. <laughs> like people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what yes. they can do in 10 years. Yes. So I think what you're saying is awesome application as far as don't sacrifice your big girl, your big goals because you can't do it in a short amount of time. Take those big goals, make them even bigger, but break them down into actionable steps so that each and every day you're taking steps, starting, walking towards that mountain, towards that impact that's going to change the entire industry of pharmacy, that's going to change your life, your finances, your relationship, any area that you deem important or that needs improvement. Yes. And if you don't think it needs improvement, uh, are you Tony Robbins? Oh, wait, no. He <laughs> exactly. We all need improvement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me too, dude. Like everyone, like that's why I keep saying Tony Robbins. I'm going to uh, his Unleash the Power Within event in March. So I'm super mm-hmm. pumped about that. Um, hoping I can, I can shake his hand real quick, but I, I don't know how many thousands <laughs> of people have to cut in front of. Exactly. And Adam motivates me because he's taken enormous action in attending some of these conferences, uh, entrepreneurial conferences, and uh, with Grant Cardone and um, and Tony Robbins. It's just amazing. I have some schedule conflicts, so I'm not able to make any of those. But uh, yeah, I, I, I commend him for doing those because being in that environment around those people is just amazing too. I appreciate that, man. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's like we talk about these things, but it's putting it into action and you yeah. do this, like you do the ultimate action of going all in with your company. But that's how I look at it is I want to make tremendous impact in a multi-billion dollar industry. And I can't do that from my desk. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to, uh, next February, I'm going to Vegas, uh, yep. Grant Cardone's 10 X growth con. I'm going to be surrounded literally by billionaires. Yeah. Hi Lopez. Um, yep 
uh, Grant Cardone, uh, Andy Frazella, all those big guys that have changed the world in their industry will be in one room and it's going to be a mind blow. The yep. month after that, Tony Robbins, the month after that, I've been prepping for a bodybuilding competition. So mm -hmm. all these big things related to the ultimate goal and having some sort of calendar event each month. Yep. So that way I have to hold myself accountable. If I screw off in January, I'm not going to be prepared. And when I meet a multi-billionaire who asks me, what do you do? I don't want to be like, oh, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I need to practice. I need to put yeah. that into repetition. So that's what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's not comfortable. And that's an indicator to me that I need to do it. If I'm not comfortable, yeah. I, that means I don't have a skill in that area. So I need to proceed so that I feel comfortable. And once I feel comfortable, I need to figure out what else I got to do. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's an awesome um, change in mindset that Brian's talking about. Um, but it, it, talking about it's one thing to lay it out, but really, you know, putting in that work and, and taking the first step, getting started, that's what we're talking about here. And I think it will pay you dividends, um, not only in the short term, but if you compound those daily actions, you will reach your goal or exceed it. So yeah. it's just something to keep in mind in order to progress. And make, not be like, oh, this is going to be my year. It's your new me. Like, you got to do it. It's not yeah. just the month of January and, you know, things happen. But just being consistent. And that's what Brian's talking about. Yeah. Having an accountability partner like a coach um, mm -hmm. can really be such an investment in your, in your future. You might say like, oh, but that's five grand. Yeah, but if you're functioning at your optimum, you can make 50 grand. So, you exactly. just took that asset and multiplied it. So yep. it comes down to a mindset. What's important? What do you see that potential um, yep. that you have that you can unleash through those actions? So just a, just a challenge for you guys um, that, that we have done ourselves and just want to preach to you yep. um, from experience. Um, so I think you already touched on this next question, Brian, but a lot of people might have been thinking about leaving their job to pursue the next one. And yeah. that comes down to when do you make the switch? Um, you're never going to be you know, totally ready or, you know, the flowers aren't going to be arranged so that, such that the stems are all parallel and all those sort of things. But when, when is a time to pull the trigger? When, when you're not going to be totally ready, but when is a good time to start rather than delay it any further? Oh, man. Um, I think in our industry in pharmacy, we know, we all know that we are comfortable financially, okay? We're comfortable than most. So I believe that for most pharmacists that are listening, and if you're not a pharmacist, if you're another healthcare professional or just anybody that's listening, I think the biggest step and venture that you need to do and step that you need to take is, okay, first you got to be practical. Okay. You got to be practical in the steps and say, Hey, uh, what is a comfortable way of living that I I'm okay with? And then you've got to understand your business model and understand your services that you're offering. And are those services able to meet up to that? And then once you do that, okay, what, how much action do I need to take? How many services do I need to sell? All those things to make that comfortable living that I want to make. And I think those are the action steps that people don't realize. And you'd be very surprised that you can do well with whatever you want to step into it. Even if it's still in the corporate sector, even if you are in retail pharmacy and you want to go over to hospital, I know a couple of my colleagues are wanting to step out and go back to residency, mm -hmm. you know, but what, what is that, what is that step going to do for you? You've got to realize that because are you just making that step just to make it, you know, are people going back to residency just to have it? 
or do you have an action plan? Is that going to get you to the next level? Because no, what's the point? Um, Because honestly, like I said at the beginning, time is very valuable and I don't like my time to be wasted. So if, you know, make sure that that time that you are putting into the next step in your life is going to propel you even further. It's going to make you more comfortable. Is it going to be more time with your family? Is it going to uh, progress you financially? Whatever the situation may be, I think that people need to understand the practical steps first. And then at the end of those practical steps, is this okay with you? And if you can say, yeah, I'm okay with that on paper, I'm okay with that. Then what, what are you waiting for? <laughs> take that leap and make it happen. You know, I think those are the things because people want to take leaps, but have no practical steps leading up first. And I think that leads up to the next question for people that, you know, might've started out with their current job feeling that, you know, it was great, but it turned out to not be what they thought it was. So they feel like there's a lack of passion or over time passion has left them and they feel like there's another area, but they're scared because they don't want to leave and then regret leaving and be stuck. Kind of like the grass is greener on the other side type of concept. (laughs) But that's kind of the question is how do you live your passion rather than just going through the motions? What, what advice could you give for someone that, thinks there might be a passion or they know that there's a passion in another area. Um, But where they are right now, they feel stuck or locked in their job. They have that choice, right? To to change, Uh to take that step. So how would you recommend someone to live their passion on a daily basis? Yeah. I think I was stuck in that situation when I was on that teeter totter. Uh, (laughs) You've got to step into it a little bit. So whether you've got a business venture, whether you've got um, something within the realm of pharmacy that you want to go into a different sector, test the waters a little bit, whether it be going to a couple of meetings, whether it be talking to colleagues in that sector. And, uh, you know, even as a pharmacist, maybe even going and shadowing. I'm not sure if you can do that these days, but maybe even going and shadowing that, you know, other pharmacist, that other colleague that you want to step into that realm. Or even if you want to completely leave pharmacy, you've got to understand what you're getting yourself into besides just having this big passion and you're quote unquote thinking about it still, you got to be in it. So that's what I did essentially is I had my coaching business and I was still in pharmacy and I'm like, well, dang, like where could this go? You know? So I was in it um, versus someone who might be kind of thinking about the next realm. Well, why do you like, um, you know, ambulatory care? You know, why do you, if you're a pharmacy student, why do you like this? You know, that's what rotations are for. You're testing the waters. So I think that is the big thing for me personally. I'm not sure if this answered the question, Adam, or not, but um, test the waters, you know, get into the field, get into that, that business venture that you want to do, invest some money that you have on the side, you know, go out a little bit less, you know, uh, those little bitty things that you can, people can make things happen if you want to make them happen, yeah. <laughs> whether it be financially, decision-making, we all have choices. So it's just how bad do you want it? Yeah. And I I think that's the perfect answer is how to live your passion. Do it. So if you think you're passionate about being a personal trainer, when's the last time you talked to a personal trainer? Have you gotten personal training services? Have you said like, oh, I'd love to do this for other people or, oh, I can do this so much better. Uh, If you want to be a veterinarian and this is how I started, I love animals. Mm -hmm. So when I was in high school, I was like, I want to be a vet. But before I pulled the trigger, I went and shouted at a vet hospital for nine months and I was like, F this noise. Because they put, they put animals to sleep every day and for the right reasons, but I just couldn't deal with that. I, it wasn't something that I could do every day. Yep. Um, that led me to, you know, here I am in pharmacy loving it. 
Yeah. So it's something I tried, didn't like, and I redirected. And that's yeah. just a really good piece of advice Brian gave that I would highly recommend as someone that has tried it. And it saved me probably hundreds of thousands of dollars had I just said like, oh yeah, go, go team dog. And then, <laughs> and then I would have literally screwed the pooch. <laughs> I'm all about the puns, man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, but I, I think that's some really great advice. Um, and I appreciate your time on the show. I think that people listening, looking to get more into coming into their own power and really putting action into their passion, um, are going to get some really awesome advice here. So I, I really appreciate your time and your wisdom and being here. Um, now, if I was listening to the show, I would want to be all up in your space, getting in contact, saying, dude, tell me what to do. Um, hire me, like all that stuff. So if someone's listening and they want to reach you, where's the best place to get you? What avenues can you be reached at? Yeah. So I'm on all social media outlets. Okay. Um, so my social media handles are Dr. Dr. And my last name is pronounced McEldery. So that's M C E L D E R R Y, um, on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. And then you can just search my name on Facebook, Brian McEldery on there. Um, and I'm pretty sure Adam will have some links and things to the podcast. Yeah. So you guys can simply click on those, but uh, simply reach out. I'm, I'm, as you can see, I'm a talker. So I love <laughs> hopping on phone calls. I have my calendar on my website, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but my business is Envision Health. So if you guys see that and ask, what does this stand for? Just look at it for a second. <laughs> it's NVZN and uh, NVZNHealth.com. NVZNHealth.com. And guys, that's kind of why we get into trouble is because we both like to talk a lot and we're both <laughs> passionate about similar things when we get together. Time, time. Oh, the sun is setting. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got to get to the gym, bro. <laughs> Um, Brian also is uh, prepping for a show. I am. Um, he's taken time off, I think about as long as I have. Yeah. Um, about four years. Yeah. Um, he does the drug-free life as well. So I, yep. we have a lot of in common, a lot of similar passions. So it's really been an honor to come to know him um, and just really see his integrity through the work we've done together. Um, just talking. He's, he's a truly a phenomenal individual. Um, I support him. Um, I can't say enough good things about him. So if you are interested in learning more or hiring him as a coach, um, he has my full blessing. Um, <laughs> he, I consider him a very close friend and a brother in pharmacy and in life. So it's been an absolute pleasure, Ryan. But yeah, I, thank you, Adam. That means a lot, man. And, and I just couldn't be more blessed. And I think it's, everything happens for a reason. People put people in your space for a reason. And man, it's been awesome. It has. All right, guys, you have been listening to the Fit Pharmacist Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Have an amazing year and ask yourself, what are you going to do today to make tomorrow a reality? <laughs>